Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is anybody there? <laughs> What's up, Dead Air Crew? Ed here. And on this episode, I get to talk to Justin Adams. He is the head baseball coach for Taylor Ducks out of Taylor, Texas. And now he is also the head baseball coach to the Dub C Fish Stick. That's right, the one and only, guys. We talked about his trajectory going from a baseball player to a baseball coach, how he approached coaching high school students to now, how he is going to approach uh you know, coaching some uh, college kids. And this is a fun interview, and this is the first out of a little series that I have going on where I'm going to be interviewing best baseball coaches as well as some baseball players. So uh, let's have some fun and uh, join me in the in this little uh, series. All right, guys? So without further ado, i give you the episode. All right. Well, I want to welcome you guys to yet another episode of the Dad Hat Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys know already know my name is Ed. And with me today, I have a special guest for you guys. I have the new head baseball coach of your Dupsy Fish Sticks, Justin Adams. How are you doing, my man? Hey, Ed, I'm doing fine. Um, man, I, I appreciate you having me on. I'm looking forward to this, man. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, you know what? I, I, this is, you know, this is a first for me. You are my very first, you know, head coach because you're also coach at uh, Tyler High School in Tyler, Texas, correct? Uh, Taylor, Taylor High School. Taylor, Taylor I'm Texas. sorry, Taylor. Yeah, uh, they get confused all the time. We get confused with Tyler. We get confused with um, Katie Taylor High School. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of a common name, but um, I'm at Taylor High School in Taylor, Taylor High Texas, school. Uh, just outside of Austin. Yes, One of my favorite things because you guys are the Ducks, right? We're the ducks. I have this thing for water mascots, I guess. Right? <laughs> you, you most certainly do. <laughs> you really do. Cause you know, you're going to be the fish sticks. You almost, you know, were the seal slingers head coach. Yeah. Either way, I guess it's, it's the water, I guess maybe draws me to it. Hey, listen, that's all, it's all fine by me. Right. I, I love both the names. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, so before we go into your trajectory of, you know, becoming a, a head coach and all that, I would like to start, you know, with one question. Um, how you, you know, Justin, you know, growing up, how did you become a fan of the sport of baseball? Uh, so oddly enough, um, my aunt taught me how to play catch the day of my T-ball baseball tryouts. I grew up in Waller, Texas, just outside of Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, she likes to remind me of that story. You know, <laughs> hey, taught by a girl, this, that, I don't care. You know, she taught me how to play catch. I'm good. Uh, doesn't matter. Boy, does, doesn't matter, right? Right. Um, yeah, so I guess just from that time, I've just always gravitated towards the game, and I, I grew up uh, playing and participating in, in other sports as well. Um, baseball was just kind of always the passion that, mm-hmm. that just rose to the top, and um, I mean, you know, I don't know, you play 
what you think is high level baseball in high school and you get to go to the next level and play. And, and when I was in college, I spent most of that time <clears throat> battling um, shoulder injuries, which I actually still deal with now. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it was kind of really clear that, that playing wasn't going to last very long, but find a way to stay in the game. And, and I'll, I'll say, you know, at, at times this career is a challenge, but at the end of the day, I get, I get paid to coach baseball and, and be around the game and be around kids and, and there's no better career. That's awesome. Good for you. I mean, you're developing, you know, players, right. You're teaching them, you know, what is the right way of playing baseball. So at least you're still in the game. Right way, I guess is subjective, but yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. (laughs) True. Everybody has their own way, their own right way of teaching baseball. Mm -hmm. Same for me. I knew right early on that I was not going to be a player. My, I have bad knees. I'm six for two, bad knees. I knew that I was, and I'm slow. There's just no way around this. So I knew that I was not going to make it. And eventually, now that I'm 40, you know, I found a way to stay around the ball, the, you know, the game by doing this. So in interviewing, you know, interesting people <coughs> like you. So, you know. Well, I, I, I like, it may, it flatters me a little bit that you think I'm interesting. I, you know, I got wife and kids downstairs that may not feel that way. Uh, <laughs> Same as my house. So we're good. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's just, it's, I, I dabbled with, you know, playing in some men's league baseball, playing some slow pitch base, but it just, I, I get such joy out of, out of coaching baseball and the strategy behind it and, and finding the little ways that I can impact our kids and our team. And I think that's just what draws me back to it, you know, every day. That's awesome. Now, let, so let's, let's go into it. You know, how, you know, going from, you know, you figured out that you weren't going to be able to, um, to be a baseball player professionally, um, how did you make that transition from, you know, ball player to now, you know, coach, how was that transition? Uh, honestly, I think I was so young. I, I didn't know what I was doing when I made the transition. Uh, you, mm-hmm. know, you just get out of college and your parents are hounding you about getting a job. And, <laughs> and uh, still do, I, 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 exactly, man, I, I took a, just right away. I, I got out of college. I, I didn't have a teaching certification in, in Texas to coach at a, at a public school, you have to be a certified and a full-time teacher. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a little bit different uh, than I know a lot of, a lot of other States are. So um, I jumped in an alternative certification program to get that teacher certification and, and found a job um, teaching sixth grade PE in Livingston, Texas, a small town in East Texas. Um, and uh, it came with, you know, assistant baseball, which I was looking for. And, and every other middle school sport you can think of. And I just jumped right in and took off. That's and awesome. Obviously, uh, throughout that career, I, I've been at four schools and um, obviously just, you know, gravitated towards baseball and, and always tried to, I guess, climb per se mm-hmm. in baseball versus the other sports. That's. Yeah. Hey, that, that's awesome. Listen, hard work, right? It's just one of those things that what are you willing to do to make that dream happen? You know, Absolutely. so hey, hard work in this profession, probably a little bit of ignorance. Um, it's it's a little bit easier to do when I, you know, it was easier to do for me when I was younger. And and it's still young coaches have that ability to, to put in a lot more hours. And, you know, I got a nine year old and a seven year old, like I said, downstairs, if, um, if, I'm doing a little bit too much extra now. I'm going to hear about it at home. So <laughs> it's it. You got to put in that time, you know, when you can in your career and, and, and try to make those things happen for you. And um, I guess from there, I had kind of bounced around, worked in my hometown. And then a, the previous baseball coach uh, from that, that town, Livingston, actually became an athletic director. And he hired me as his head baseball coach. I was 24. 
at the time. So I kind of got an early start. And, and when I got that start, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had just to learn on the fly, you know, things that I'd never even dreamed of having to manage and having to deal with. And ultimately I think that was probably the, the best road I could have taken because those things just, they, they bounce right off me now. It's, it's, it has become a lot less stressful gig now because of those experience I had you when ran. I was younger. And if you're going to fail, fail fast and then move on. Right. Well, you know, I like to think I didn't fail. I'm sure I did fail in a lot of areas, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I like to think I did it, but I did a little bit. You know what? That's awesome though. Like I, I, I have respect for people who are like, you know, out there grinding it out. Like you said though, like, you know, now you're a father of two, you know, I have a three-year-old daughter and, you know, we got to find a, the, that balance, right? Because sometimes my wife tells me, like, all right, you know, I need you to put the Twitter down and I need you to, right, you know, right. spend time with the family, you know, I'm, you know, come back to us, you know. Yes, so I exactly. get that. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a fine line that you have to take. And it is a, it is a challenge in my profession for sure. It's one that you either, uh, you figure out how to have that balance. Yeah. Or you, you get ran out, unfortunately. And, um, I am lucky in the sense that I've, I believe that I've found that balance. Uh, my wife also works in education. We actually work at the same school. Oh, that's um, good. So we, we do a lot of things like, um, you know, just try to try to be a part of the local high school sports, try to go watch those kids play. It's basketball season right now. My son is, uh, you know, big time into basketball all of a sudden, right? Like yep. all of a sudden he's into basketball. So we have to put up a basketball goal for Christmas and, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we go to the basketball, the high school basketball games and, you know, we sit three, four rows up and we just get after it as far as being fans and watching the kids compete. And, and uh, so I, I think I'm fortunate in that sense that I get to do it. I get to enjoy this profession, but I don't have to do it in a, in a way where I'm constantly moving around the country and on the go and working for barely any money and living in a dorm room type deal. You know, I, I get to do it with, a lot more stability than most than most people get i feel like that's that's and that's a plus right there you know stability you know you're putting down your roots with your family and i'm sure your wife is as just as supportive as you are of her so mm-hmm. you know that foundation is it's key for you know for what you're doing right it is um okay so tell me you know you're all the way out in texas and now you're about <laughs> to go coach uh a, a yeah. team, a collegiate woodbat yeah. team, all the way up in Seattle, Washington. Yeah, what am I doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, what I want to know is how how that happened, the whole transition, how that go. It's you know, it's it's funny. I'm, I've never even been to Seattle. I probably shouldn't say that um, <laughs> on any recorded, uh, you know. Anything, oh, we're not just know. between you and me. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I actually, you know, uh, so. So those guys, uh, they were the Bears at the time. They mm-hmm. had uh, posted a, a job opening for a head coach. And it wasn't the first time they had posted last year. And I saw it. I didn't apply for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe maybe even the year before. But I, I had seen um, I had seen, and I was familiar with their, their postings. And, and yeah. I guess just kind of grown with um, grown to recognize them as a little bit of a brand. And uh, some of their values came through in their postings. Um, a lot of a lot of community involvement, um, family oriented type deal. And so so coaching in the, in the summer with these summer collegiate leagues is something that's it's always been kind of a bucket list item for me. Um, 
I am, I'm fortunate enough in my job where I'm on a 10 month contract and I'm mm-hmm. outside of my contract in the summer. And, <clears throat> you know, you know, you might think that, oh, well, that's great. You know, spend more time at the beach, which we do and we do a lot, right. um, but we were just ready for something different. And I've looked into some of these in the past and, and had some job offers on the table and they just, they didn't match up logistically. Um, and Got so it. what I mean by that is, you know, I want a situation where I'm comfortable bringing my family up and maybe not being put in housing with, you know, four or five, six other coaches for the summer. Um, I, I was just looking for something different, something mm-hmm. that was uh, more of a family atmosphere. Um, they had a, they, they have a mind for service. The kids do a lot of service, um, community involvement pieces in their organization that attracted me to them. And so uh, I just applied for the job like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, I, I got a first round interview questionnaire. I filled it out. I mean, I, I guess, right. Like when you're applying for jobs, people like to embellish a little yeah. bit. And the good thing for me, and I was telling uh, Justin Moser this the other yeah. day is, is I didn't have to do that because I have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to just be raw and be myself and it was fantastic. I loved the interview process was just great. And I kept getting another interview and I, I would get the next round and I would get <laughs> the next round. And, uh, you know, finally, Ed, between me and you, since this is, uh, you know, not recorded. Exactly. It's not just between you and me. We're I, just uh, having an exact I, conversation. I, I got the email that I had been selected for a final interview and my first thought was, holy smokes, I need to tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story. Um, so I'm sure instead I, of holy smokes, there was another word that was thrown it, it in definitely, there. It definitely, if you know me at all, it was another word. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so we talked about it and, and literally I didn't finish my first sentence talking about it. And she was on board. She thought it was a great idea. Um, she was like, go, go get it, man. This is awesome. Let's go. And, uh, so I, I guess the rest is just kind of history and, and, or, or will be history, I guess, in, you know, five more months. So yeah. but I, I'm really looking for the opportunity, the name change, just kind of getting to be a small part of that process, which I did nothing. I mean, they, that, you know, Justin mm-hmm. and Steven handled that. And, uh, just like they handle everything else, you know, there's, they're such hard workers, um, genuinely one of the nicest people you know Justin you know he came on my podcast and yes. it was such a you know good conversation you know he's you know I, I meet a lot of people you know not on the podcast or anything like that but like you know when you meet people you automatically know whether or not they're going to be you know like legitimately good people right Justin is one of those guys like he just wants to help out he wants you know like <laughs> you said community you know involvement and that's that's important he, um, he cares about that community. You know, that's his community. That's where he grew up. He's from there. And, uh, I respect that. Um, I, I really connected with him on that level. Um, I actually coach in my wife's hometown right mm-hmm. now. So it's, it's uh, funny. We have jokes, you know, that she's from here and, uh, you know, she's gonna, you know, <laughs> be very upset me for saying this, but you know, she was, um, when she was in high school here, she was, a a cheerleader and, and the homecoming queen. And she had all the things. And she's like, man, like 
we can't go anywhere without everybody knowing you now. And I'm like, <laughs> finally, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know, <laughs> uh, you know, but it's, it's, it's all good fun. Um, but so I've really respected his sense of community because I really have that where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Like we're genuinely part of our community. Um, we're not just, um, you know, in, in Texas, especially with football, coaches come and go. They bounce around like crazy, uh, even at the high school level. And um, that's just not – it hasn't been our experience in Taylor, and it, it's been great. And that's just something that I connected with with Justin at, at the time through the interview process. So I'm really happy that everything worked out, and I'm, I'm very excited about it, really looking forward to it. And you just – some of the opportunities, you know, for just – for me, obviously, personally and professionally, but for my family, uh, getting to experience another part of the country and and truly getting to experience not going on a three-day vacation right we're going to be living live, there we're going to get to live there for two months and and really get to immerse ourselves in the community and kind of figure out what it's about and and hopefully go back in you know next summer and, that, and that's the plan that's amazing yeah that's cool mm-hmm. i mean you're, you're you're i love it that you know when, when I moved, cause I moved here from Puerto Rico, you know, and I was young, you know, a, a little bit older than your kids. Right. Cause I was 12, but it was like, you know, I'm going into this whole new environment and, you know, get to experience, you know, a different community that was, you know, to me, eye opening. And I think it really helped, you know, shape who I am because of like those, you know, past and future experiences that I've had, you know, here in Cleveland. So that's, that's great. So you say Puerto Rico, and that's like, yep. all I can think about, I get a little bit of tunnel vision with Puerto Rico. Uh, my wife and I love Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, and that, so that was one of the places when we were both uh, young, before we had kids, we moved to San Juan and lived on Condado beach for two months. Shut up. Uh, so we just have, I guess, maybe a little history of doing this. Like we're, we're okay with just getting up and going and, yeah, man, we rented a um, uh, a condo on the seventh floor of this building right across the street from the Marriott in Condado Beach. It was a uh, it was one room. Uh, you know, the kitchen was right next to your bed type <laughs> deal, like right there, efficiency apartment. Um, but the whole wall just opened up to the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, just beautiful, and, and uh, we got to stay there for for you know six weeks it was fantastic so you know funny you say that you say condado plaza uh my wife and i that's where we got married is it really yeah yeah that's where we got married so we we uh, flew from cleveland to puerto rico my dad married us uh uh, in the hotel uh so i will like self-admit like i will butcher the the names and the pronunciations of you know, I, I don't want to disrespect you when we talk no, about, don't worry about it. I'll, we're fine. you know, I'll speak in my, my Texas accent that I have a little bit and I'll mess up all those names and I apologize. Um, but we actually were able to just return over Thanksgiving and uh, we stayed at the um, the Hilton, um, uh-huh. the Caribe, Caribe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Help yeah. me out. See, I'm Caribe. Need your help, Caribe. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so we stayed there for the week of Thanksgiving. We had our Thanksgiving there. We got to take our kids back. Uh, that's to go awesome. do a lot of the a lot of the things um kayak in the bioluminescent bay oh isn't uh, it awesome that place it's, it's amazing that was our second time going and this time was a little different uh my son broke his arm the friday before we left so uh um, <laughs> no. we strapped him in my kayak and he's got his sling on and you know <laughs> uh yeah so it was a little bit more of an adventure but we got to do that you know of course walk around old san juan and um, take the kids to El Morto and go to the beach and, and just kind of relax and have a little fun. And 
We had a good. great time. By the way, good job of saying in Morro. Good job on that one. I got, you did I got good. that one. Yeah. You did good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so let me ask you. First of all, I'm I'm super happy that you love it because a lot of people need to experience going to a different country. I, I really think that, you know, a lot of people should do that experience other cultures. Right. So Correct. awesome for you. Um, so let's get to your back to your coaching. You know, uh, how do you approach, um, you know, because you're coaching what high school kids? I have high school kids right now. That's correct. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a different dynamic than when you're about to go and embark yes. on. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I do a lot of uh, private coaching as well, like mm-hmm. lesson, lesson type coaching with hitters. And, and uh, I have no shortage of experience in dealing with, with players that age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think that there's really a learning curve for me in that sense. Um, the roster will be a lot bigger. Yeah. Um, those are things that just, when I see it on paper, it's, um, I'm having fun in my head. (laughs) We're going to get to manage a big roster pitching staffs a lot bigger, you know, at the high school level, we got a lot of guys that, you know, we like to call them our pitching staff, but the truth is they're two-way players. And if they're not on the mound, they're on the, they're on the field playing a, playing a position. And, and, uh, so just, uh, some nuances like that, that I, I think are a little bit different, but, um, as far as the the age range of the players and the the different abilities, you know, we 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 play pretty good baseball down here in mm-hmm. Texas. So um, I'm not anticipating the um, the level of play to be you know out of my league or you know or for lack of a better word something like that. So um, I, I'm like I said, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I guess, hey, next that's, question. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm a rambler. I'll ramble. No, all no, day. ramble on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm here for all of it. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> you are saying that, right, it's going to be a much bigger um, roster. <clears throat> uh, so you're going to have your own coaching staff <clears throat> and all that. It's just, I, will, you, yes. what's, the, you know, you're saying you're looking at it and you're looking to have fun with it. Like, what's the one thing that you're looking forward to do when you have that roster, right? Are, are you like, okay, so, you know, are you, are you going to be doing, well, you don't know the, the, the roster just yet, do you? Well, you know, I'm, I have a pretty significant recruiting responsibilities. So every guy that we've signed, I've um, had, I've seen video on them. I, you know, that video comes to me, we, we mm-hmm. text, I text with them. Uh, with most of them frequently and try to keep in touch with them, even though I've never met them in person, Yeah, um, which is, you know, it's fun. It's interesting. You know, I get a, a text, you know, late at night when I'm sleeping that I'll get the next day, you know, and it's from somebody on the West coast. I, I just think that it's, it's so neat. I'm, I'm just getting to have so many experiences, so much fun, but uh, I guess also, you know, like kudos to Apple there. With the, uh, the do not disturb function you know, isn't it I'm, I'm a wonderful one yeah, those little things that we just don't appreciate man but um yeah um I, I think the biggest thing with the roster is just the sheer size of it mm-hmm. um and looking at you know in in summer baseball with these guys the most important thing is that we send them back to their universities as better baseball players and, mm-hmm. and to do that they need to have grown, which means they need innings and they need time. And, and so just finding a way to balance putting a quality product on the field that wins baseball games yeah, and that draws people to the stadium for Moser, you mm-hmm. know, they want to, they want to feel that place. And, and well, yeah, absolutely. That, it's a business at the end of the day, right? You can do all the promotions you want and have all the fun if you want, but if the baseball stinks, people aren't going to come. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta put a good product on the field. So I think that just uh, balancing, 
you know, the ways, the ways that we can put good products on the field with doing right by the kids that we're bringing in and making sure they leave better. And so I think that's going to be the biggest challenge, but that's the, that's the fun part. That's what I signed up for. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Absolutely. And and you're molding players, which is, I'm sure, you know, it's one of those most rewarding things, you know, when you finally, you know, get that player and eventually you see him in the future, possibly in the majors. And you're like, yeah, I I was part of that molding. It's always neat uh, with baseball coaches. I, you know, we all like to think that we're a lot different Mm -hmm. in our coaching styles. Um, I, that's the same is true for me. I like to think I'm a lot different than a lot of guys and a lot of guys that I've worked for and I've worked with, I am a lot different than them. And, um, it's by no means am I'm saying I'm better. I've yet to win a state championship or, you know, anything like that. I, I, I've just, I work hard and I, I try to get the most out of our kids and I empower them to, to try to give their best and to, uh, develop in ways that they didn't know that they could develop before. And a lot of the ways that we accomplish that is by just getting them to go fast, just mm-hmm. to teach them to go fast. Everything we do is fast. It's hard. They swing hard. They run fast. They attack ground balls. Um, you know, we really don't focus a lot on, on the fundamentals of fielding a ground ball. You know, by the time I get a 17 year old, you know, those, those days are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just focus on just that, just having that attack mentality and, and trying to play hard and play aggressively. And, that I think is my biggest thing that mm-hmm. I would like to think when I get these 40 guys, these 35, 40 guys in Seattle, yep. that it's going to be the difference that I'm going to be different than yeah. most of their experiences because of that, because I allow them to just be free and to go. And that doesn't mean that we don't coach. We mm-hmm. coach, we coach hard. We just have a, a different style. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, you said something it's like, you know, it's all go. Um, cause one of the things that I've seen, you know, some players do and, and this, you know, happens a little bit more in the majors is, you know, you, you hit a, a, a single and you're not running through all the way. I was like, you Correct. gotta, you just gotta go full go, right. It's that you gotta have that mentality always because you Correct. never know, you know, when Correct. that, that yeah. game is, you know, it's going to end one day for all of us. It's the, you know, the key to baseball is really simple. It's, um, it's not necessarily scoring runs. It's, it's, getting bases and total bases mm-hmm. and, and that will contribute to more runs, especially over the course of a season. And, and I know like, you know, analytics, people jump on me, whatever, but uh, facts are facts. The more bases you get, the more runs you're going to score. And so we keep it simple. We don't necessarily put, uh, we don't quantify the runs that we're going to, that, that we're hoping to score as the end goal. It's mm-hmm. not the runs that we're going to put on the board. Uh, we keep it a lot simpler than that. We we're at the plate. We're trying to get to second base. Now, if we get stopped at first or we get walked, so be it. But we are trying to get to second base. That is our goal. Yep. Um, you know, it's crazy stat. And this is like a big league stat. And again, you know, I'm not going to quote the stat perfectly, mm-hmm. but something like a runner on second base with no outs in the big leagues has, you know, ungodly. You know, high percentage of making high it percentages to, yeah. of scoring. And yeah. you got to think that if that if it's high in the big leagues, it's high in college it's going to be high in high school. It's got to be even Correct. higher. And so I haven't studied that. I don't mm-hmm. have the data for that, but it's the, the common sense will tell you that if we can get to second base, we're going to score runs. And so uh, we, we, we hit the ball in the air. Um, not, we don't hit home runs. That's the mm-hmm. thing that like, you know, you're on the baseball world on Twitter that everybody yeah. will fight about that right now. 
Um, but, but we do teach to, to hit the ball in the air. We're trying to use the square footage of the outfield, trying to get the ball over the infield. That is our goal. Does it happen every time? No. Do we mm -hmm. expect it to? No. But that's how we train. Um, we're trying to get to second base out of the box. And if we don't get to second base out of the box, within a few pitches, we're running. We're trying to force some action, especially in high school baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to get to second, whether that's a steal or a run and hit type situation. But we're going to get to second base. Gotcha. I like it. I appreciate that. You know, a lot of people will tell you, no, no, we want the long balls and all that. And yeah, that's, that's the new sexy thing. But I, me personally, right. Not everybody else have their own opinion. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm a fan of the small ball, right. You know, manufacturing right. the runs and, you know, making sure, like you said, it's like, okay, we go from first, we got to go to second. How do we get there? Yeah. You know, yeah. and all but of that, I, I guess. And, and I guess I probably fall right in the middle on some of that because yeah. I'm not the home run guy, but I'm a hundred percent actually not the small ball guy. Like we're mm -hmm. not going to bunch you to second base and we're not going to, because you're going to get an out at that point and do the traditional run. Like we're going to take the risk and we're going to steal that bag mm -hmm. or we're going, my, my favorite play in baseball is a run and hit. So we're not yep. trying to hit behind that runner. I just want contact and I want, I want hard contact. I want to swing. Um, you know, the swing takes time away from the catcher, gives us time to, to get to that base. If we happen to hit into, into, you know, hard contact in the gap, we might hmm. score that runner from first. Um, now that's a big risk reward play. So yeah. At some point in the year, we're going to get doubled off on right. something. And, and we, but we know that. Those are the risks that you're taking. And that's Those are perfectly the fine. We know them and, and we take them, but I do get a lot of, um, I, I get a lot of flack sometimes from my assistant coaches in situations mm -hmm. late in games, you know, like, Hey, you're going to lay this bunt down? Like, no, nope, <laughs> we're not going to lay this bunt down. And uh, luckily for me, I guess it hasn't backfired on me too many times. Mm -hmm. it, we're, we're still we're still chugging away at, at getting to second base. So, hey, good. Good. hey. All, all's good. <laughs> I was just going to say, hey, listen, that's that's you, you know, and you're not going to change, you know, your, your coaching style. That's who it's you a, are. And, it, and, you know, it really is, too. It's just a it's just a mindset. It all of our players believe it. All of our players want to want to be aggressive in the box. And, and, you know, it's, it hasn't reflected our statistics negatively mm -hmm. over the last several years. Um, we still draw just as many walks as we did, you know, prior to that philosophy being put in, okay. uh, we strike out about the same amount of times. Like it hasn't skewed our stats in a way that doesn't mm -hmm. just, that justifies like doing it or not doing it. It's right, just, right. it's just a style that our kids have bought into. It works well for us. And um, honestly, no, I'm really awesome. looking forward to the summer and just kind of doing that with that bigger roster of those. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And, you kidding me? Uh, you know, you got I, some not, kids that are going to just ding out, you yeah, know, yes, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. And, you know, and I, I'm not naive to the fact that, um, you know, I'm in Texas and I like to think that we play really good baseball down here at the high school mm -hmm. level. And we do. Um but I'm not naive to the fact that the Seattle area also plays really good baseball. Those, those dudes up there can play. Um, they've done it differently. We get, you know, outdoor time 12 months out of the year down here. That's true. We're always on the baseball field. Those guys are always indoors. Now they've changed their model. They do everything indoors and uh, they can swing it. Like those dudes can hit. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm really looking forward to just, kind of getting to immerse myself in that, that different style of play that's up there. But it's also a style that I kind of fit in with a little bit. Mm -hmm. So 
I just think it's it's going to be a really fun and interesting summer. As long as they're fighting, as long as they're grinding it out, that's all you can ask for, right? right. Hey, and they're on a baseball field, man. Like you're it, having doesn't, fun. It doesn't get worse than that, right? Like they're on a baseball field. It's stadium's awesome up there. Uh, you know, Steve Cox Memorial. Uh, that the, that park up there is great, and it's just going to be a great atmosphere. Looking forward to it. I love it. So. <clears throat> Let me ask you, and I'm, you know, I'm, I need an answer from you. Were you a seal slingers or were you a fish stick, at, you know, when, when it was coming can out? I, can I give this answer? I don't know if I can. Like, <laughs> let me check my contract real quick. Um, <laughs> I don't, so I, I had a divided household. I'll say it this way. Uh, Same here. First, when it first got released, my son and I were definitely team seal slingers. Mm-hmm. We were definitely on the, on that, on that train. We were riding Correct. pretty hard. Um, and then my wife and daughter were fish sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my brother lives in, uh, the Florida panhandle. Yeah. And, uh, so he, he voted from Florida and he was with me. Um, yeah. his wife was not. So, yeah. you know, I, it's just <laughs> funny how that works. Um, oddly enough i stopped voting though i I voted for a while yeah and and justin will probably you know watch this or listen to this podcast and he'll be like man i knew that data from texas was weird because (laughs) we were we were voting a lot and then once it got a little bit closer i just felt like um i really kind of lost my ability to make a choice they were just both so good they are they really are And then I, I think too, just knowing that, you know, you're going to be the one wearing that hat and kind of be the face of that team. Um, it, it just was really neat. And I really started to embrace both. And I, I'm kind of hearing that I might get to wear both at some point. So I think that yeah, that's, really neat. So um, that's that would be pretty, pretty cool. Fingers crossed there. Um, but, but yeah, so we, me and my son, actually, we got our notification today, just like everybody else that our fish sticks, you know, uh, on-field alternate hats had shipped to us so i got on and bought them j- just like everybody else and we're ready to rep those down here and that's and awesome he's he asked me every day man he's hey dad are our fish sticks hat here yet man <laughs> uh, no not here yet not here you know, yet we, we gotta wait just like everybody else nowadays right that's awesome yeah so see my my house was a house divided as well mm-hmm. i was all for seal slingers straight through that's who i was my wife, fish sticks, no matter, you know, and then of course, at the end of the day, my daughter also went fish sticks. So, but mm-hmm. I love them both. I think they're both great. You know, they're both really good designs. I think they did a good job. I just had also, um, Brandy O's, uh, on, on the podcast and mm-hmm. we were having that discussion and, you know, they were telling me about the process of, you know, all right, let's just have a boxing matchup between two really good, you know, logos right. and good names. And, you know, I don't hate either one of them. I really do. I'm really happy with both. Those guys are so good at what they do. They really are. They are so good at what they do. Some of the, the, the names that they put out, like I'll tell you what they have, they have almost single-handedly changed minor league baseball. Yeah. Between them Uh, and studio Simon, those guys are killing the game. Yeah. And they really are. I mean, that's, it's, it's great what they, what they've done there. Um, I had a, had a little moment the other day. Uh, my, my mother lives in Houston mm-hmm. and it was, you know, it's three hours from us and my kids go there quite a bit and they go stay with her. So um, they're with my mother in Houston right around new year's. And I get a picture of them in the store and my son Aiden is wearing a pair of Griffey shoes. 
And I was like, man, like that is like, he's nine. He doesn't know who Griffey is. Right. When we're watching the Randy Johnson documentary the other day and they're interviewing him, that's his extent of knowing who Ken Griffey is. But here he is. Like I get a picture of him wearing Griffey's and here we are this summer about to go play in Seattle and he's going to get to be our bat boy. And literally our logo is modeled after After Ken Ken Griffey. Griffey, Yeah. Like this is all, everything is just working out right now, man. Like knock on some wood, but yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun right now. So let me ask you that. Cause you just said like, he's going to be the bad boy. As you look counting the days that he goes up there to, you know, be part of the team and all well, of that. I'll, I'll tell you what he's, he's got his work cut out for him this spring and it really for, um, you know, now through the end of July, because he, he will do that this year for our high school team as well. That's great. Um, so he'll get to spend a lot of time with our kids up there. Uh, you know, in the past, we've had him in and out of the dugout. He'll come in, sometimes mm-hmm. be in a uniform. But I never really felt comfortable with him in there. The game was just a little too fast. Foul balls came off a little too hard. He's really just now to where I'm comfortable with him in there. Yeah, the um, reaction never, time. Like being around our kids, like our kids and Taylor are great. They, I mean, our, half of my baseball team and my nine-year-old son play Fortnite together <laughs> so, online. They're like they're great kids we have here. And um, so I've never really worried about him being in the dugout or on the bus with us because it's like, oh, he's with the high school kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really more of a safety concern. And then, you know, too, like we play late. We don't start till seven. We're not done till 10. And, you know, he, when he was in first and second grade, he needed to be home getting into bed. Yep. And so they'd come to a game for a little bit and then and then sneak out and, and get the kids to bed and but uh, this year, I, t- I told him, I was like, "You're you're with me full time. Let's go. Yeah. Here we go. And, We're uh, this is you're you know, and that's yeah. awesome. You know, something that you and him are gonna share. You know, right. like, that those are the experiences. No, mo- no money can buy that, right? Right. And, and and those are the things. Really, when you think about it, like when I started coaching, I was 22. I didn't know what I was getting into coaching for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be lying to you if I said I did. I'm I'm a 22 year old that just loved baseball. Yeah. And thought I knew something about it. Little did I know I didn't know anything. (laughs) I've relearned everything I thought I knew. Right. Um, But I I never at that time, I never thought that being into baseball, I never thought about it as a way to spend that time with my son and, and for us to have those experiences. But but now, like where I'm at now, sitting here, you know, 37 years old with a nine year old son and you know, head baseball coach of these, these two water franchises here. Um, <laughs> I like, there is no better place for our relationship than, than being a baseball coach right now for us. And I, that is just amazing. I, I can't, that's, that's awesome. I can't, I re- you really can't quantify that. No, you really can't. And, that, and, and that's, that's something that, you know, like for me and my daughter, we, we do our wheel of hats and all that, but you know, she comes to me and say, Hey, daddy, let's make a video. Right. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm one, it's going to be recorded. So she'll be able to see this later on. And, but we're spending that time together. And, and like I said, no money can buy that. Right. That's right. You know, and that experience is, and you know, you're, you're seeing your, your, your son grow in front of your eyes mm-hmm. and, you know, teaching him the game that you love. Right. And I, I have tried to, as my son has played sports, uh, you know, baseball we uh we started a nonprofit baseball league you know i have rules on like who i can and can't coach mm-hmm. if they're you know taylor isd students so you have to be 
mindful of those and like creative in the ways. Yeah. So, uh, me and a group of guys, we ended up starting a nonprofit organization and, and basically like running a travel team through yeah. it. And uh, we coached that team through there. And it was a really big deal for our community. Um, we, ha- we actually at our, at our peak had seven teams and a lot of those teams, you know, I would kind of, they were just dads that were coaching, yeah. but I would train those dads up and the kids are going and they're playing high quality baseball. And um, they're kind of doing that under my umbrella. And I actually have a lot of those kids into my high school program right now. So a lot of our kids have been not coached by me, but influenced by my coaching for, mm-hmm. for years. So I guess like, it really is all on me at this point. Like, our, <laughs> that's great. Uh, but, but so I, I've been able to coach his team. I coached his T-ball team and I coached his coach pitch team. I, I was their, their pitcher for the coach pitch team for two years. Yeah. And um, he started kid pitch baseball this year and, and we coached our first fall and, and played in that. So the, the funny thing is, is the schedule for us during the spring, because I'm committed to that. Like I want to coach yeah. him and, but uh, I just find the funniest times to have his practices and I'll leave a high school practice at six 30 and drive across town to coach his practice. And my wife has him there and drops him off with all of our equipment. And <laughs> it's, a, it's a big mess, but it's a big team effort, you know, and, and it's just, it's, it's really great. Love it. Um, I kind of dabbled in coaching his uh, little dribblers team when he was in kindergarten that I, I wasn't very good at that. Um, <laughs> That's just more babysitting at that point. Yeah, that was a hot mess. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, recently um, in the fall, he actually got into uh, BMX. Mm-hmm. Um, so bicycle racing and we weren't really sure what I had no experience with that. So yeah, we weren't really sure what to expect. And it ended up being great because I got to be a spectator of my sons for the first time ever, you know, he's nine years old. It was really the first time that you're just not coaching him at all. BMX. And I just sat there on the picnic table and I just watched and encouraged him. And, um, I don't know anything about it. So there was nothing that I could tell him. I mean, there were some, <laughs> maybe some things I could make up here and there, but right. um, it was great because I just got to be a spectator and we really enjoyed that. And then, like I said, the uh, Friday before he we went to Puerto Rico, he broke his arm. <laughs> and uh, so he's been shut down from that for a little while, but I think he's getting ready to go again pretty soon. So. That's cool. I love that. I think that's amazing. You, you know, you're just sitting back now and just, you're, you're not doing anything, just spectating and just rooting for your kid. That's it, man. There's, you know, it's uh, at a park that was a little uh, adult beverage friendly. So we're just having a good time. Just watching. Our hey, kids there we and- go. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> just, just having fun. But, you know, when you know nothing about something, I'm, I know, I think I know enough from, from coaching and being in this world to know that when I know nothing about something, I just need to be a spectator and be supportive. And um, it was really great to just finally get to do that just step back and then enjoy the moment for what it is. That's right. That's crazy. Now, uh, your, your daughter, does she like the sport as well? Does she like baseball or she's like, eh, I'll tell you what, my daughter is uh, different. My daughter runs our house. Uh, (laughs) She is, yeah, she is, uh, she's big into gymnastics. She loves that. Um, so she does, you know, weekly and and biweekly gymnastics and, and really good, really impressive. Um, softball and baseball like she likes going mm-hmm. I think she likes being a cheerleader for her brother but she's not really into it herself no. and uh, you know we're not you know big on like forcing them to go play 
that's just a way whatever they want to do is whatever they want to do wants to start liking it one day and start playing it she'll do it on his own on on her own and then we'll coach her up but uh for now like she loves gymnastics she's out she's being active um uh, she got for christmas one of those big um it's a big like trampoline mat it's like six inches thick yeah 10 foot long we can put it in upstairs in the house we can put it in the yard and she just kind of gets after it on her own starts doing flips and things like that (laughs) Yeah, so our our front yard has been pretty entertaining since Christmas time. You know, the the cars have lost the driveway. We do not get to park in the driveway nope, anymore. Not anymore. No, nope. uh, that is the basketball court. Matter of fact, my son the other day asked me if we could put um, basketball court lines on the driveway. <laughs> I was like, man, like we have an HOA. That's uh, against the rules. There. You kind of can't <laughs> do that, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, but we have him him on one side. Actually, she's actually really good at basketball. She likes basketball a lot um I like freakishly kind of good I, I i was showing our high school basketball coach a video of her shooting and he was like whoa uh, <laughs> she's got something i was like yeah i, I didn't know man I, you, <laughs> you they just surprise you out of nowhere just know. like you know mm-hmm. uh, you know my daughter's actually uh, she's getting into she's three so she's you know it's like you know starting doing the flips and started doing jumping and and she wants to do either gymnastics or you know dancing ballet i'm like listen kid whatever you want to do go for it get after it that's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold you back you know i I think at the you know at the end of the day right now mm -hmm. they have so much access to video games and oh god yeah so just tablets and all that anything stuff. Anything yeah. that I can get my kids to do outdoors is a victory. We You're are right. winning. They go outside and they play basketball for 10 minutes. We won tonight, man. They weren't, they <laughs> weren't a, playing video games. Victory it, check right there. Yeah, we win. Yeah. Cause that's true. I, you know, like I have to tell my daughters at times, like, no, you're not using the iPad, go play, go do something. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want you to sit in front of the v- the TV because it's just, you know, it, no, just no. Okay. Yeah. I, I have become a big believer in just trying to give when my kids show access, uh, show interest in something, I try to give them access to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we live, I, I live less than a mile from my baseball field. So, oh, wow. I also live less than a mile from our high school gym. Mm -hmm. So you would think that, you know, in a matter of three or four minutes, we could be up in the gym playing basketball, but we don't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we never did that before. Like it was never a thought to, Hey, let's go to the gym, turn on the lights and and play basketball. Mm -hmm. No, but you know, I put one in the driveway and yeah, that was a lot of work and I barely got it. That sucker up. (laughs) But but now that I did, I mean, he's been on it every day. So I I just believe there's something that something to that access. And and I'm a believer in that just, and it may seem over the top. Sometimes I know to my wife, it does. Yeah. Like we really have to do this. Like, no, we really do. Yeah, we do. Yes, we we do. It's either this or video games 24 seven. That's right. Yeah. She's uh, she's all talk though. Cause I'll tell you when she comes home from work, she has already made it a habit to not park in the driveway. She blocks blocks the driveway with her Jeep and it is a backboard, you know, for out of bounds from the road for the kids. And when I come home, I park my truck behind hers up against the curb. And, you know, about nine o'clock every night, I go out, move the cars in the driveway. And that's just our, that's, well, but that's okay now. though, right? Yeah. That's, and that's, that's the sacrifice. It's a, and it's a small sacrifice really just going up at nine o'clock at night, you know? Right. Yeah. For, for her and, you know, your son to be, you know, spending right. time outside. That's right. 
There's nothing wrong with that. Love it. Uh, so when are you uh, making it up to the Seattle area? When are you guys so, moving, going to go up there? Yeah, so we'll go up there. Um, we open up on June 4th with, mm-hmm. the, with the sticks. Um, June 4th is opening night. Um, I, I'm shooting for like around the 1st to mm-hmm. get up there. We'll obviously have a few preseason practices, get to know the guys. Yeah. Really, it's kind of same as I, I've told all of our players. You know, those those practices are really important for me to write the first few lineups. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, it's just video I've seen right now. So just trying to uh, get the guys together, um, get organized, write those first few lineups, and, and put a quality product on the field from the get-go. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we're shooting for, you know, that end of May, Memorial Day weekend, beginning of June at some, at some point. Um, uh, some of it does depend on on my current baseball team. Mm-hmm. You know, just to be honest, um, you know, the hope is that we play for a state championship, and odds are not always in your favor on that. You know, we have a lot of a lot of baseball teams down here, a lot of really good ones, um, but we are a perennial playoff team, and we we usually go a couple to a few rounds deep, and. And uh, those expectations here with me have only grown. Mm-hmm. Our kids are hungry for it. So, I mean, heck, I'd like to be thinking that I'm still coaching here on June 4th and that I might be a little late getting up there. Mm-hmm. But um, those are just things that, you know, for myself have to play out for a lot of our kids. I, that's a question I've gotten from a lot of our, our kids that we're recruiting is, you know, what if I'm late because my college team is still playing? And I'm like, man, listen, that is a good problem. If you're That's a late, good problem to have. Absolutely. Because your college team is still playing and you're still playing that deep into the postseason in college. I'll see you when you get here. Yeah. That means I'm getting a damn good quality player. Yeah. That, right? Okay. We'll see you when you get here. Yeah, well, don't see worry. See you when you get here, man. We will make it work. Yeah. That's, that's good. A, what, a, what a good problem. Right. And, and I, I've been really impressed with those kind of conversations with, you know the kids mm-hmm. that we're recruiting we right we, we just seems like we're recruiting just a a very adult you know adult-minded mm-hmm. um, driven group of kids and I don't know if it's yeah I would say that you know it kind of makes me think it maybe it's just the area up there uh, but we're recruiting kids from all over so it just yeah. I don't know if it's just if the they're all lying to me <laughs> <laughs> Were, no, but I, I think that that's, you know, when, yeah. when we talk about what we are as an organization and we're service minded and big in the community, it's just kind of the kids I think that are gravitating towards us in that respect are just, they're, they're good kids, man. They, they ask good questions, seem like good. they have good heads on their shoulders. And, and I'm really looking forward just to getting to know them all. Like I said, I've already built some, uh, I guess, kind of virtual relationships with just mm-hmm. about all of them. Um, They'll all shoot me a text. Hey, just checking in. Happy New Year. You know, things like that's that. good. Just no different than uh, my, you know, my current high school players do. And uh, so it's just I don't know if that's reflection of me or, or what, but I, I like to think that, you know, yeah, maybe no, that's, that's just that's a, awesome. the, the type of type of kid that I'm I'm yeah. reading, per se. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, these uh, <laughs> these college students, they're what, freshman, sophomore? year yeah so so most of them were getting like freshman sophomore type kids Mm -hmm. most of most of them are the majority and and i'll tell you um that's actually you know kind of my target audience um because i'm planning to return the year after yeah and you know if they're if they get up there and they can play and they're a freshman 
Well, I know that I got three more years with them suckers. Yeah, I uh, want yeah. I want them back again on the team yeah, the next I mean, year. And we'll invite them back. And I think that if we can get some some turnover, you know, and positive turnover in our organization, it's it's going to make us stronger. It's going to make us more competitive. It's going to make us a place where kids want to come, a, right. a destination up there. I mean, um, the guys are doing everything else right, man. The, this rebrand has been great. So much mm. attention. We really need to capitalize on that media coverage and that attention and put yeah, a quality product on the field. If we can put a, just a quality product on the field now, we're going to roll. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause I mean, once you put the quality field mm -hmm. and then you're just like, they're winning, you know, winning, it's a, it's a good remedy remedy for a lot of things. Right. And then it the is, team yeah. is starting with a brand new name and you know i I, th I see a lot of good things for you guys i'm happy for you guys i'm gonna try to make it up there to at least you know a couple games just because i'm very excited for what you know justin and steve are building up there you know with yes. with the fish sticks i think that's cool and especially yeah. you know you have seattle mariners and you're competing with a lot of other stuff right you're competing with the majors and right I, you know, and it's that community build, you know, team that I really it's do a, like a lot. It's a very interesting concept, right? Because you're, it's like baseball and you are competing with the Seattle Mariners. That's right. nonsense. That's crazy. Yeah. But I, I think also in a sense, you're not competing with them because I think you're getting a different type of fan. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and if they can capitalize on those fans, I, I think it's going to be just tremendous up there. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of the minor leagues, especially mm -hmm. collegiate wood bet leagues. I've been getting a lot into it just because, you know, affordability, you know, for a family, mm -hmm. right? So you have two kids, you know, going to a mm -hmm. ball game to, you know, a Houston Astros game. I'm sure is not cheap. Man, I I love the Astros. Um, I I tell you what, I'm probably like a spoiled Astros fan too. Um, my brother several years ago, which they weren't any Astros weren't any good at the time. Mm -hmm. So go figure, you know, but um, he was a, a, a like an assistant clubhouse attendant. So he worked in the Astros clubhouse. Nice. Um, so I had like pseudo season tickets, right? Yeah. Like, I could go anytime I wanted. I pretty much got to pick my seat on his little account. It was great. We went to Astros games all the time. Um, you know, we I could tell you stories of like doing some crazy stuff. My wife and I, my, my son was a baby at the time. So we would get four tickets because that's what we were allowed to get we would go to batting practice my wife and i we'd go to the crawford boxes we'd stand in batting practice my mom lives like four blocks from minute Maid park oh wow so we would leave my son with her because you know spend time with grandma like she ate that up you know so yeah. that's where she wanted to be so everything was working out my wife and i would go to batting practice we'd catch a few balls we'd have fun we would leave the stadium which normally you can't do because if you leave the stadium, you can't get back in on your ticket. Right. So we were got four tickets. So we would leave the stadium. We'd go to like a local, you know, restaurant or pub or bar, you know, have a beer, have a glass of wine, get a little snack, you know, waste a little bit of time. And then we'd come back in on the other two tickets and we'd have that row of four to ourselves, man. And we just, we just <laughs> loved it. We got to see so much, you know, I'd say good baseball because, you know, it's, it's, it's major league baseball. It's all good. Um, you know, we didn't see a lot of Astros wins that those couple of years, but it was good baseball. So we loved it. But now I don't have that anymore. My brother, he works in a property management in the Florida panhandle. Yeah. So that Astros connection is like long gone. Long right? gone. Yeah. Long gone. Um, <clears throat> so I'm a regular person again, and we pay a lot of money to go to Astros games, just like everybody else. And they're Correct. expensive. And, you know, we really 
we get to go to, you know, one or two a season, you know, if we're, you know, if we're lucky or, you know, yeah. come playoff time, I, I try to go to more, but, you know, I'm married. Just, so that only, that only gets me so far. <laughs> but, right, absolutely. And yeah. it's like you said, though, it's not cheap, you know, because you're talking about tickets. You got, Then you're talking about, you know, food in there, you know, right. drinks. And, you know, if, you know, if your kids want to buy something, you know, like a souvenir or something. So it gets to be expensive. And that's why I love the minor leagues, because everything is affordable. Yes, it is. You know, um, I, I'll tell you, I guess it was probably five or six years ago. Uh, one summer I coached a, it was a 18U uh, like showcase team, right? So these yep. are like top level high school kids from the Austin area. And every, every weekend we'd go play these showcase tournaments in front of college scouts. And we would go around to like all these cities and, you know, the, the company I was working for at the time would, you know, put me up in a hotel room and all this stuff. So um, my family, and I, we, we turned that summer into like this perpetual minor league road trip. That's great. Right? We're like, we were just hitting like every minor league stadium in Texas. And it was, I had been to most of them already, yeah. but it's just like, just getting to go again and experience them and, everything hits a little bit different with when your kids are there. Right. Like, no, the, absolutely. The first time that my son went to a Whataburger field in Corpus Christi, he the hooks, loved that yeah. place. and we have like a huge connection to that place. Now, um, yeah. you know, we go down there all the time. Now, um, uh, Dr. Pepper ballpark in Frisco, you know, that one's, that's really neat. That kind of completely different atmosphere. That's the sod poodles, right? um no wait what are the they're the rough riders oh that's right that's right the, yeah, the yeah. frisco rough riders you're right you're right yeah, yeah they're the rough riders that's a great great logo there too so and then of course and then of course my house is like uh 12 miles from the dell diamond where the express play oh man yeah, so you know and that seems really great right um we get to do a lot at that stadium um just being so close logistically mm -hmm. um i've gotten to coach an all-star game there, Austin area, all-star game. I got to coach all-star game. It's things like that. They're really neat. Um, my son actually won like the Whataburger contest when he was little and got to say play ball. Nay, so there you go. That. You know, it's just like things that you don't get to experience going to other ballparks, right? It's just so neat. So cool. Um, I will, I will tell you that the downside of the express and the Dell diamond is that it gets hot here during the summertime. <laughs> and if they play a day game, man, it is unbearable. You're not it going is, to a day game. It is brutal. Because the Sundays is, you know, <laughs> run the bases kind of usually, you know, yes. for kids. And it's just, I don't know. We, let's put a lot of sunscreen on kids. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, I don't I don't know how much you know about it, but like Whataburger Field where the hooks play, they even have like misting stations. That's great. And yep. stuff in the outfield, which is really smart. Um it's that seems a little bit different, right? Because when you're in that stadium, the water is literally across the right street. There, yeah. And or and behind you, there's a ship channel right behind the left field wall. And um, you know, so you just around water, it, it seems a little it's a little easier to be hot there. Yeah. yeah. But just sitting in central Texas, you were just it's like being in the oven, you're baking. Yeah. In the summertime. I've, so yeah, I've been not, to that game's El only for me at Dale. <laughs> I've been to El Paso, Texas during the middle of the summer. Uh, -huh. uh and that was unbearable how hot yes. it was yes. i could uh, not believe it <laughs> i was like oh uh, you know what you guys can keep this i'm okay <laughs> yeah yeah we're, i'm good yeah i'm gonna I, go I ahead and get that, past that's uh you know something that 
oddly enough, like I'm kind of looking forward to this summer is the weather. Yes, different weather. You're right. Is, you know, we're going to leave like 102 with, you know, 100% humidity. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to spend our summer in, you know, 75 degree weather. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes uh, you might go a little bit lower. You're at night playing at night. My wife and I, man, like we love the beach. Like I said, my brother lives in the Florida Panhandle and we spend way too much time at his house because the beaches of 30A down there, they're gorgeous. Absolutely. Um, and then we really love the Corpus Christi area. So we spend a lot of time in the summer down there. And so we're going to miss the beach this summer, but there's still water there, but just I, a little different. It's going to be a little different, but um, I, I think ultimately we're just um, try it out. We're going to look. Why look not? Hey, listen, it's all, it's all yeah. about the experience. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll and and enjoy to it. the beach when we get back to Texas, right? And have fun with it, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. As soon as you get back, go to the beach. Mm-hmm. you know so love it plan yeah all right all right so are we ready my friend uh hey let's have at it man yeah all let's right go. so let's go my famous not so famous questions <laughs> here's the first one i ask everybody so i'm going to give you an easy one you go to the ballpark right let's say you're going to whataburger you know park what is the the snack or drink of choice that you have to get when you're there yeah okay so it's kind of a, a two-part answer um, okay. i'm going to give you like my most texan answer that i can i love um, it my 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 beverage of choice is the shiner the okay. shiner bach beer you know brewed in shiner texas big fan of those um if you have no idea what i'm talking about you gotta put it on your list man um, i will add it to my list because so, i have no idea shiner yeah shiner okay s-h-i-n-e-r they they need to plug me for this man now uh <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah it's, it's a great beer um so that'd be my beverage of choice just sold all around texas you can find it anywhere and then um, I'm probably going to go with nachos to go with mm. that. Like nachos with everything on it, right? Like Hell yeah. the jalapenos, the meat, everything. The whole, the whole night. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. If you're going to have nachos, have it the right way with everything, especially jalapenos. Love jalapenos. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of eating too much. So, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Tacos or burritos? Um, it's Man, uh, golly, this is a hard question for me. So, <laughs> you know, we have Tex-Mex down here. Yep. You know, we we eat it. That's a staple in my house. Like, wow. we don't make it. We, we go get it. And uh, so I have this thing when we go out to dinner at a Mexican restaurant, I get whatever burrito they sell. That's always what I get. I, I don't eat anything else. I don't eat anything else. I, at a Mexican I, I can respect I that. A burrito and I get queso on top of it. That is what I get. Standard. Um, on the flip side of that, I did just cook soft tacos in my house tonight. Which it's Taco um, Tuesday. Those are like famous in my house only. Like they're not famous out of my house, but my kids love them. So it's that's what we cook once a week. I like it because I, I'll go with burrito here. to answer your question. I'll go with the burrito. Yeah. It, but that's a, that's a good thing. It's like for <clears> me, <throat> I love uh, breakfast burritos. I love regular burritos, you know, breakfast tacos, you know, like mm-hmm. I make scrambled eggs, you know, we put salsa and everything, but corn tortillas and all that. Right. So I'm, I'm with you there. Good answer. I like it. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to, I got so many questions here that I want to ask all of them. Um, all right. Star Wars or Star Trek. <laughs> i'm gonna get so much heat for this do i have to pick one i don't like either of them 
<laughs> that's your pick then go for but it I, I, i'm like i may be the only person i and i get that i may be the only person that you ever bring on this podcast that says that i fully understand that but i don't like either of them <laughs> i not a, i'm just that. not a not a fan mad respect for that my friend <laughs> i love it i love it um okay <clears throat> let's see um worst job you've ever had Ah, man. So when I was in high school, uh, mm -hmm. my, my dad is in the commercial glass business. They okay. do high rise buildings. Um, so one summer they were, they, we went to work for them and my job for the entire summer was after the glazers came through and put the windows in the buildings, you know, and these are like, you know, 10 foot by 10 foot big yeah. plate glass windows, several floors in the air. Um, me and my cousin actually lived with me at the time. And our job was to go behind the glazers and fill in the crack in between the, the metal yeah. and the glass with the rubber sealant. And so you had to, you just had to push it in with your fingers and then like this little roller. Oh, and, you know, man. We worked an entire summer and never got off one floor of that building. What? Now, you know, that's a legit story. Um, I could, take you to Houston and show you the building right now. Um, we never got off that one floor and it might've been because of our ability to do the job <laughs> yeah, right. or our, you know, inability to get back from lunch on time, you know, maybe some things like that contributed, but um, it was hard work. And man, if you're scared of heights, you got to get up in them windows and you're like reaching at the top and you're like right up against them windows. Like it's, I'm good. I, I think I picked the right. Yeah, you're like, that's yeah. it. That's it. No more. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll respect whoever do that, but that's, that's yeah. not going to be me. <clears throat> um, okay. <clears throat> Pepsi or Coke, or you're a Dr. Pepper guy. <clears throat> Man, I, I live in Texas. I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> uh, you know, you're not the first one to say that's like, listen, we're from Texas. We are yeah. Dr. Pepper first. Dr. Pepper guys. You know what's uh it's it's sad, but I guess it's it's ultimately it's it's better for me. Is uh you know my family we got uh, COVID in at the end of the summer we mm -hmm. all did, and uh, I still like I can't drink a soda. They they taste horrible to me. Really? Yeah. So it's like no coke, no doctor, and sometimes I just want one so bad, right? Like you know. Hot. you just I like the taste? The, yeah. I drink all the water I can drink, and you know my son opens one up or something, and. I'm just like, hey, let me let me try that. Like, maybe it tastes good again. No, it doesn't. Still tastes bad. Oh, but uh, that's really like, like oddly enough, that's that's my only lingering effect is that soda tastes bad. So that, I'll you'll take it. it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it all day. Yeah. yeah. And besides, <clears throat> soda's not good for you. My wife tells it's me it's not. The time, yeah, so. yeah. It's yeah. There you go. Uh, favorite board game. Ah oh, man. So I knew you were gonna ask this. Um, I watched and listened to a few of your few of your other guests uh, <laughs> so we we play a lot of board games at my house like we have, you know my wife's real big on the family night at the dinner table and love it. The board games and um the you know that's her she she does those things and i just get to tag in and, and you know reap the <laughs> benefits the of uh losing to the kids um <laughs> so she's amazing but um my daughter right now is real big into chess I, I think the last guest you had y'all y'all mentioned checkers and chess a little bit yep <clears throat> and he was like yeah i really don't like chess like 
I've been playing so much chess and my seven-year-old daughter is like way better than me at it. (laughs) (laughs) She is good. So it's like, yeah, I don't know what that says about my intelligence. (laughs) Your ability to play the game. Yeah. uh, But it's fun. She loves it. Uh, So that's like the hot game in our house right now. Um, And then outside of that, like, you know, we break out the candy land once a month or. That's a, uh, that's great. Another good one. Classic. Yeah. We had to, we played, um, life the other day wow yeah that was the first time i'd ever played that i think in my life and um it might be the last (laughs) first in life i've dealt with it we're good i'm I'm good on that one man i'll let let my i'll let my daughter beat me at chess every day man all day every day you know it's been (laughs) such a long time it's been years since i've actually played that game so i forgot all about how to play it so that i i can understand that chess (laughs) i'm not that good i'll play it uh, but I'm one of like you, I just get, I get spanked every single time. I I'm just not that good at it. Know how to yeah. play it. Just not good. Yeah. I, I won a game the other day and I th- I caught myself like gloating about it. And I was like, man, I, my, she's, I think I beat my son. I was like, I just beat a nine year old. And I'm like happy about it. What's wrong with me? Finally, like, I win. Get yourself together, <laughs> man. <laughs> I like it. Uh, all right. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Dinner. Yeah. I, I'm not a big breakfast eater. I, I drink my coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a, like an old man, I guess, you know, I just like to sit and watch the news and drink my coffee before I get going in the morning. So that, hey. I usually skip breakfast. Um, so yeah, I'd go dinner. I like it. I like it. Um, hamburgers or hot dog hamburgers. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, New York style or deep dish pizza, New York style. It's a good answer. It's a great answer. I like it. Uh, all right, a couple more, and then uh, I'll, I'll let you get out of here. Okay, pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? No, uh-uh. No. Good answer. No, not a chance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, on, not on purpose, man. <laughs> I will not order it on purpose. If it's there, I guess it's there. <laughs> uh, favorite movie snack? Uh, yeah, I'd probably go with popcorn. Yeah, it, it gets a little better, you know. My wife like she'll like uh like dump the M and M's in the popcorn. Oh, I was just gonna kids. say that. Yeah, she does that. You know, it's it's like for the kids, right? But like, I love it. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. That stuff is amazing. <laughs> Y'all, little chocolate on on the popcorn. Yeah, yes. no, we're good yeah. there. Yeah. I'm hey, a kid. Maybe watching a movie tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just watch a show. Popcorn and M and M's. Yeah, yeah. Right. sounds good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and then okay. Would you rather drive or fly somewhere? I I think I'd rather drive. Like we mm-hmm. we've driven a lot. We've taken a lot of our trips via road trip. Uh, yeah, I'll have another one coming up at the end of May. That's really far, but I need a vehicle <laughs> up there, so we're gonna drive it. Just um, a little bit of a drive. Little How bit. long is um, it actually? I want to know. I think I looked at it. It said it was gonna take like it's like twenty four driving hours or something wow. like that. Wow. Um, I, I think what we're going to try to do is, um, you know, the Moab desert, I, I've always wanted to go there and like go through it. I've, you know, flew, flown over, but that don't count. Yeah, no, um, you want to so be able to experience it. Yeah. I've always wanted to go through there. So I think it, it may be on the way there that's in the Salt Lake area. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go up that way, maybe try to just see that maybe not spend a lot of time there, but just see it. Still experience it. And, Absolutely. Uh, and then I, I think on the way back time permitting because we got to get back to our real jobs 
um, <clears throat> we're going to try to go the long way and hit, hit Yellowstone. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> those are just like their bucket list items and yeah absolutely like why not try right and my wife would be very jealous she wants to go to yellowstone so bad well it's it's still a want right now i don't know that it's going to happen for sure but you never know our, that's our plan so i like we'll see, it we'll I, see if we can work it out yeah. it's a good plan my friend it's a good <laughs> plan all right um before we go uh where can people find you on uh, social media or anything like that <clears throat> Man, that's a good question i don't even know what my uh twitter handle is here um you probably know it better than me because we we talked on there a little bit i actually um, have it right here i am on twitter um coach adams coach underscore adams 19 there it is um i i, I tell you like i've kind of i'm really like a twitter novice i've i've had it before and really just like watched other people post and get on <laughs> it and enjoy it and i was more of a spectator and uh you know when i when i took this job uh, with the fish sticks, um, that was something that I wanted to be a little better at mm -hmm. is, is kind of immersing myself in the baseball world a little bit more. And, uh, you know, I'd always followed it and watched it and learned from the people, but I never really jumped into this into, into the discussion. So I'm trying to get better at that. And, um, when I tried to get back into my Twitter, like it, it apparently, I don't know if I closed it, it didn't even exist anymore. So I just started a new one and, and we're rolling a little bit, but like brand new, I, I'm still like learning what I should put out. Like who wants to listen to me? Why do I need to put anything out? So I'm still kind of falling into that trap. I, I, it's a little bit of, you know, bravery that I need to develop on my end. I think yeah. so I'm, I'm still working on that. I'm still working on it, man. And I'm doing this for a little bit now. It's, it's just, I, with the way I do it is I keep it fun. I keep it happy. You know, there's enough negativity out there in the world. So mm -hmm. I, and I get to interact with people from all over the country now um, right. that they, they love the sport, you know, love minor league baseball, love collegiate woodbat leagues. Uh, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And then obviously this is how I got to get to know you get to know Justin, the fish sticks and all of that. So, I mean, right. It's, and, it's and a that, fun community to be part that of. That is so neat, right? Like baseball is such a unique community in that way. Um, you know, yep. being down in Texas, I, I coach football as well at our school and um you know the football community is not like that it's not the mm -hmm. same yep. um, they're they're really different and and that's just something i've always it's made me gravitate towards baseball and towards the game and, and there there's always a way to be involved in the game be a part of the game mm -hmm. um you know i've i've told you know several people this same thing but you know like even coaching at the high school level the majority of our kids aren't going to go on and be college players like we want them to be playing for Taylor and playing for the ducks and trying to be the best they can be now. But ultimately if there's a few kids that we just want to make sure can play a good game of catch, mm -hmm. because when they get out of school and they get a job and they get married and they have a kid, they're going to want to play a good game of catch with their son one day. And I can help with that. And that's like such a little way. And it's, you know, that I can help and it doesn't seem very impactful, but it is just now yet. But eventually, from, in the future, it will from be getting to go out in the driveway and and you know play catch with my son. There's there's nothing greater than that. And oh, like, I'm looking forward to that because I bought my daughter a glove and all yes. that, so we can get to toss a baseball or softball. Doesn't matter. I don't care. It doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. It doesn't matter. So uh, you know, just I think the baseball community is unique in that way, and I've I've I just love being a part of it. 
I love it, my friend. Hey, thank you so much for being part of this. I really appreciate you coming on. I learned a lot about you. I'm, I'm rooting for you. You guys are my fish sticks up there. So you guys, I'm rooting for you guys all the way. All right. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate this opportunity as well. And yeah. um, I'm a big fan of yours now and, and what you do. And, and I'll be a long time. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get to meet up there in, uh, in Seattle. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. all right, my friend. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Coach Adams. Make sure you guys are following him on uh, on Twitter, okay? Uh, but this was a fun conversation going into the mind of a hit baseball coach, right? How he coaches, how he approaches the game. Now, next week, I'm going to have a ball player, right? So we're going to go into the mind of a baseball player on how they approach uh, training, the games, school, all of that. All right, so stay tuned because this is going to be a fun ride, guys. Before I go, though, okay, before I go, make sure you guys are following the podcast and uh, make sure you guys are giving it five stars so that way this podcast goes up on the rankings and more people are enjoying it. And never forget, make sure you tell at least one more person about it, all right? Until then, keep on grinding and always support to minor leagues. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com.